Hi everyone, my name is Veronica and this is the Harfel podcast. Unfiltered, introspective and most importantly, honest discussions on topics ranging from mental health, life in your 20s, self-development and the human condition. If you enjoy my content, I'd love for you to review this podcast on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any other platform you might be listening from. Tune in and enjoy! Hi everyone, how have you been liking my intro? I honestly I love it but I feel like because I already have the intro I don't really know what to say at the beginning of this but I'm gonna say hi because um I have not spoken to you today even though I have in the intro anyways happy August it's August 10th today that's a little bit crazy and could be potentially depressing but I'm not that kind of person who's gonna be like oh my god summer's already ending because no it's August summer is in full force and when it's gonna end i'm gonna be upset about it then but for now i'm good i'm vibing it's still sunny out i can still wear my tops and my skirt and i'm not gonna be complaining so for the past few months in my life basically since finishing my exams i'd say which was beginning of may my life was so intense like i was running on full high energy full speed i was going 100 miles an hour I was being really social and everything just felt really fast paced, but like in a nice way, you know, I kind of craved it, especially after my studying period for my exam, because that just felt like like everything was dead and kind of like put to sleep um, all exciting parts of my life. So I feel like I went a little bit to the opposite end of the spectrum and I was just like, I want to be doing things all the time. I want to be traveling. I don't want to be I don't want to have time to think. I basically want to be go, 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 do, do, do. Right. It worked for me for a while, like I was actually enjoying that time in my life and I also, it's not like that's something I want to blame myself for or say that it wasn't nice, like I think there's time and space in life for everything, but come end of July I returned from my travels, which I talked about them in my previous episode, if you're interested in kind of hearing what I was up to, where I went and what were my thoughts about these places and other travel realizations, I have a whole episode up. But yeah, only come end of July when I returned from these travels, I finally, finally got to kind of like slow down and rest because I'd say traveling is rest, but it's like active rest or is it even rest? I don't know. depends what you consider rest, right? For me, it's like an activity I'm doing, but like, it's very pleasant and enjoyable, but it's not restful. So when I got to my hometown and my parents weren't home, I spent literally like five days basically in solitude with the exception of like one dinner party I hosted for my two friends. So it wasn't even a big thing. And I was just literally like walking my dogs and eating and cooking and doing nothing else. And then my parents came back and I spent some time with them, but I was still pretty much in that same mode of operation of just not doing things I think that time at home was so so needed like I was excited for it because I knew I kind of wanted to take things a bit slower but I didn't know I didn't know how needed it was when I finally found myself alone in my house rather than surrounded by like five people or sleeping at different people's places which is what I've been up to like the past few months it was just so calming and I finally felt like I could take one big breath out And I decided because I knew I don't have all the time in the world to spend at home. Like I only had um, around 10 days before I was off again. I decided to be really intentional about my time there and really like fully take it all in and enjoy every single day that passes me by and not feel like bored or restless or think about the next thing that I'm going to do. Just like take things slow. And I really feel like I did accomplish that. Like I started moving about life in sort of this much more 
intentional manner. I feel like I also had my little reunion with nature because before, yeah, I was living in London or traveling, but mostly to cities. Besides like one hiking trip, which I guess was very much like nature oriented and that was lovely. But that was also hiking all day. So it was quite intense physically. So now I finally got to just like walk in the forest, right? And just look at trees and sit in my garden. Because I'm very lucky in the sense that like my family house has a garden that I can just like sit in and read my book. And it like I can just... Okay, I don't sit on grass because I would have ants all over me and I don't like the dirt. But like (laughs) sitting on a couch in the garden, okay? And just like staring at trees. I feel like I... I always had an appreciation for nature, but like there was like a newfound love and realization about nature's like healing properties and just how grounding it feels to be surrounded by it. I know, very basic thoughts. It's not things that I've never thought about before, but sort of things I got reminded about. I think this might have been the first time since I moved out of my hometown um, for my university that I like, I actually appreciated my hometown and my home and I think my perspective on it is ever evolving right because when I left home um and moved to London I was all about like I'm starting a new life I'm a new person like you know I don't really want to be home I felt really strangled whenever I would come back I would feel like I'm just like I'm coming back to my old habits and I'm like I'm taking a step back whenever I fly home and like I don't really want to spend time there and it just feels so boring and stagnant because like there's nothing to do in my city I have like three friends there and they're not even always there anymore so like it's just like my family my dogs and my house um and my room and it's just like probably a lot of you feel maybe feel the same or like similar way especially if you come from like a small place I really had like such a hateful almost like disregarding relationship with it okay hateful I think okay it's that's a strong word and I don't think that was truly the case but I never really cared much about it I just always wanted to be away from it and now I kind of found myself loving it and feeling so comforted by its quietness by the slow pace of life in my city by just like the lack of constant stimuli bombarding you from left to right by the lack of things to do because paradoxically it was the lack of things to do in the city for example that enabled me to like enjoy doing my little activities at home and just like chilling yeah as I said like chilling with a book in the backyard rather than being like out in the city and doing like concerts and going to dinners out because there's not even that many restaurants like in London I constantly feel like I have to be doing something that's what I usually fall into versus at home I know there's not much to do and therefore I get like I almost give myself full permission to just be slow and be yeah like do whatever I feel like in my free time and not really do much which is so so healing compared to what I've been um exposed to in London and I know my relationship with home will probably you know keep on evolving and maybe it'll change in the future um I haven't really experienced living there for like longer than a couple of weeks since I moved out. So maybe during my gap year, I'll find myself there for like a month or two. We'll see. And if that happens, I wonder like how it will make me feel then, right? But right now I'm just really like looking back on how resentful I was of it and just thinking how silly that was, even though I know like I had the right to feel these things, but it's just, yeah, I think it was just like I was trying to sort of erase my past almost and just forget about the fact that I do come from a small town that I am a part of like it'll always be a part of me in a way and rather than 
repress that i'm just trying to embrace it a bit more and not even like be proud but just just accept it and like take whatever things i can out of it if that makes sense i also love that whenever i'm home because as i said there's so few stimuli i have almost all the time on my hands and i can do whatever i feel like i'm just like in my room surrounded by my like books and plants I feel like I never fall into like doing nothing, quote unquote, and being quote unquote lazy. Again, I don't really want to use these words in like their typical meaning because I feel like we sometimes disregard rest and just not doing much as like being lazy or unproductive, which is not really helpful because I feel like it just stems from capitalism and this need to like always be doing and producing. But yeah, whenever I am actually given that time and space, I just naturally kind of like float towards my hobbies and things I that bring me just the most joy, simply put such as movement and creativity and cooking and reading. And I, I feel like these are my true interests. And it's so nice to see that they just like naturally come out when given the time and space, as I said. And it's just things that bring me the most joy, like ways of spending time that I find the most pleasurable. So for movement, I talked about it quite a bit in my previous episode about how when I traveled and had that crazy lifestyle for a few months, it was just like I had no time to to move and to do sports or whatever. So I'm really like craving that and really enjoying having that back in my life because I've been doing quite a bit of like, I'd say sports since coming back. Not even, that's the thing. I haven't even been doing that many like intense cardio strength activities. Like I went on a couple of rounds when I was at home um, and maybe did like one Pilates workout, but I'm really, really like craving slower, more deeper movement like yoga and yeah, maybe Pilates, but even Pilates, it's like, it's intense, but it like in a slow way. I'm not really feeling cardio that much. I'm not really feeling like gym or strength training, which is what I've done a lot in the past. Um, maybe it's also partially just like actually like asking myself what I feel like doing rather than doing the sports that I feel like are quote unquote most beneficial or healthy or like they burn the most calories because I have this tendency with sports to perceive more as like better. So like the more in the, the more intense a workout is, the more in- harder I go on it in like a strength class the better but again I'm having a lot of realizations about the fact that it's not really that way and the healthiest things are the ones that like crave and you feel the best when doing right and for example for me this has been manifesting as yoga a lot of yoga a lot of stretching and yoga also has difficulty levels right like it can obviously be like a very restful practice and it's meant to be but like quite advanced yoga is very like I sweat so much in like rocket yoga classes like there's different styles of yoga as well I think like overall we put in this like box of like stretching and slow movement and like you know just like upward downward dog whatever but there's so many like arm balances and headstands and more difficult poses that you can do and it's not even about that that's the thing it's just like about finding whatever like suits you I just tend to like more dynamic yoga a bit more also swimming guys I I'm a water baby. I just love, 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 love swimming. Like, I feel like even though I've had some of that in summer, it's not been enough. Like, I have swum here and there whenever I can. I literally take every single opportunity I have. But I haven't been on, like, holidays where I've had access to swimming, like, every single day for a week, for example. I know it sounds very, like, privileged and whatever, but um, I, I keep on craving water, if that makes sense. Yesterday, for example, I went to the ladies' pond in Hampstead Heath. Because I'm back in London, by the way. But I'm going to talk about that later. But yeah, I went to swim there. And it was just the most, the best experience ever. It's kind of like a lakey pond. The water is kind of like lake water. I just feel like so pulled into the present moment whenever I'm swimming. 
and it's just such an immersive experience and I have it's funny because I have some friends that feel exactly the same way and we're all just like crazy about swimming and like we'll swim regardless of the temperature just whenever we find the opportunity to do so and there are some friends who just like do not relate to that like they like swimming when it's warmer or maybe uh, but they're not gonna wet their hair but um and that's fine like everyone to each of their own but I'm just like I relate to people who love swimming as much as me on a different level I feel like as I said I also have been doing a lot of cooking and a bit of baking I made my first ever tiramisu which was quite fun I actually (laughs) this is silly but like I made a whole food account um on Instagram just to post pictures of my food and like be able to write captions about it because I I love cooking and I'm realizing it more and more like I always thought about it like an activity I like doing because you know you obviously have to eat something so I might as well cook myself a nice meal but I'm actually like really enjoying trying more difficult things or not even that just like just cooking more seasonally doing things I've always wanted to do but felt like they take too many too much time I really really want to make sourdough I thought I was gonna do that at home um but you know I still have time in my life um and just trying to eat less processed food but not in like a healthy goop um ed kind of way but just like being again intentional about what goes into my body and whenever I like pick something up in the grocery store and I read the ingredients list and it's just so long and filled with different shit that I don't even know the names of it just sometimes like it just doesn't really feel great to put that in my body and yeah I've really have been truly enjoying like the taste and the feel of like healthier foods of salads of grains and quinoa of sandwiches with so many veggies on top with like yogurt granola bowls like that's been my shit fresh fruit I don't know like food in summer is something different and I know a lot of people like have slow like less appetite in summer and I feel like sometimes there's weeks when I have that I think it probably depends on my cycle as well but overall it's just like the food feels so fresh in summer (laughs) maybe not so much in the UK but um when I would travel like Portugal and Spain and even in Poland, like so many garden foods and fruit and veg. And I just love that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm trying to eat less dairy because I think I went a little bit cheese crazy when I started reintroducing cheese into my life. Never mind. I'm going on a little bit of a tangent right now. And yeah, lastly, as I said, I have been reading a lot more. Finally, I read Kafka on the Shore by Murakami in the span of like a week, the week I spent at home. It's quite a thick book. I think it had like 600 pages in the Polish edition. It was a bit confusing, and I think I'm a bit done with Murakami for now, just too much male perspective, Um, uh, but it was an interesting one, and I'm glad I have read it. And the book I'm currently reading is Outline by Rachel Kask. I have been wanting to read it for so, so long. It has a really beautiful cover, and I've read like 100 pages so far. It's a really thin book, so it has like maybe 240 pages, Um, and yeah just reading has been bringing me a lot of joy and underlining sentences I just love beautiful words and people who and writers who can put thoughts into such like encapturing ways I really don't know how to describe it but again I feel like I'm having a newfound appreciation for books even though I've been a reader all my life it feels like I always kind of read books for the plot and the vibes and now I'm just like the way they're written in really matters to me and I really stopped caring about like the quantity of of books I read in a year like I literally do not give a fuck anyways that was a bit of a rundown on what's been on my mind lately um and what's been happening in my life and as I 
briefly mentioned, I am back in London right now um, for the month of August and I'm staying here until my graduation, which is like beginning of September. The reason why I'm back in London is kind of due to like some personal decisions and some visa related stuff, Brexit, etc, etc. Um, I'm not gonna get into it. I think I talked a little bit about it in like two episodes ago about why I suck at making decisions. Um, so if you want to hear something more on that, you can check that episode out. But yeah, basically, I'm back in London. And, and because I already moved out of my flat, I had to sublet a room from a friend. So I'm also working part-time in the cafe I used to, just to earn that money back, sort of. Um, I've been focusing on that mostly. Like, that's been taking me most of my free time. Because I work, like, four days a week now. And besides that, I'm organizing my Southeast Asia trip kind of you know I bought a backpack for it I did my vaccines I'm ordering more stuff that I may need on my trip it's just so exciting I'm guys I'm literally leaving in less than two months it's gonna be crazy um but yeah I'm not again not trying to get ahead of myself if I'm being honest coming back to London and finding myself here again in August just like not even like a month after I last left and thought I was not gonna be back for a bit longer it's a bit of a shock. As I said, it's it wasn't a planned thing. And second of all, because my time at home, which was the place that I last was at before I came here, it was so peaceful and like, you know, reunited with nature and slowness. And London is like the polar opposite of that. London is just so overstimulating and chaotic and busy. And there's so many people and it's so messy. And I'm not gonna lie, the first few days after I came back here, especially like when I, like my first evening here, and I was just like walking through the streets with my suitcase away from my family again, finding myself in the same city again, I just felt kind of shit about it. And I just felt so overwhelmed being back. It made me realize that I'm a bit over London at the moment. Like, it's not that I hate the city. It's not that I ever want to live here again. I'm just like... I've been having this feeling for the past few months and I think I sort of, because I was leaving, I kind of romanticized it a little bit more and I was like, oh, but London, but London is where I belong. But then all these thoughts that I've been having over the past like year about, you know, kind of feeling tired and done with London, they did not come out of nothing. Like I am in this phase in my life where I'm craving a much different environment and like I'm a bit sick of London right now. I do not really want to be here for much longer and you know it's fine that I'm here in August like I'm not I made my decision and I'm gonna just like you know work and earn my money and enjoy it for what it is because obviously it's a very fun city and there's definitely things I love about it but I'm not gonna lie it were not for my friends and like connections I have here I don't think I'd really live in this city also like work opportunities in the future and masters like Ugh, it's just a very convenient city when it comes to these kinds of like practical stability things but at the same time is it really because like mm, cost of living crisis and everything's so expensive from food to freaking property like renting a flat taxes every single thing in london just costs five times as much as it does in poland and it's just a bit overwhelming sometimes to me and as i said i'm like a person who tends to worry about money even when I have like no reason to, I just still do. And yeah, it just feels like to afford living in the city and staying afloat, you just have to exert so much energy and effort. And I'm just not sure I'm down for that at this moment in life. Like even to just afford rent and basic life stuff and food, you're already spending most of your salary. So like, I think 
the city would have to be really worth it for me to do that. And I don't know if at the moment I'm feeling like it is, if that makes sense. I do have to make some decisions about living here potentially in the future because, yeah, as I said, it's a complicated thing and I'm not going to go in, go into it. But um, I've just been spitting out my thoughts on London at this moment. Like, this is how I intuitively feel about the city right now. And we'll see what happens in the future. Not saying that I'm never going to move here again, but I definitely am not really aligned with it at the moment. And I am craving a completely different environment. I don't really know if this sort of aversion towards London is caused by like the high stimulation and like the high pace that my life has been at for the past months. And maybe I'm just like in this phase where I, yeah, I do need to rest a little bit. Um, Or am I actually only now starting to like properly listen to my body and whatever it needs literally as I said all I've been craving the past weeks is like slowness softness intentionality spirituality and nature and these are the things that genuinely bring me the most like satisfaction and joy in my day-to-day life um and in the past I just I tend to use like social life and intensity and kind of like all these activities I do like sports and hobbies and societies and blah 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 whatever it is that I occupy myself with I use them as like distractions and I think I tend to think they make my life more like fun and full and I'm just like living my best life and living my 20s but I am slowly starting to realize that they do drain a lot of my energy at least in the quantity that I've been doing them at because I love having a an abundant social life I love my friends I love seeing them and I also love sports and I love societies but it's just like I feel like I just I go overboard quite easily that's been something I really struggled and had to learn my lesson through third year because I had a lot of times where I just like I overbooked myself and then I didn't enjoy any of the things that I was actually meant to do I'm starting to see the quality over quantity part of the conversation in this case a lot more nowadays which has been really really nice and healing and it's just nice to know and acknowledge that I don't actually feel better when I have a full schedule, that I actually may enjoy my life more when it's just like there's less on my plate and I can take my time with all these things and I don't have to stress about the next thing because it's really taking me out of the present moment when I have just so many things going on at once all the time. Recently, I've also, I feel like I'm starting to cultivate more active presence when doing very simple things and activities such as like cutting a banana or eating with a fork and a knife or washing my body in the shower sitting on a train and looking at the window it's kind of obvious right but these are the things that fill most of our time and yet we tend to go through them on autopilot or we get lost in thought very easily and they just seem so insignificant and like mundane but I actually am trying to give them the proper respect and time and space if that makes sense like whenever I find myself doing something and then like I'm lost in a train of thought I just like actively pull myself back into the present moment mostly through my senses and like breathing and just like looking at the banana that I'm cutting coming back to that example and just like touching it with my hand and cutting it and feeling like the knife in my hand and looking at it and smelling it and like you know what I mean I know it sounds weird but like just being actually in this moment that is ahead of me rather than like with my brain and thoughts somewhere in the past or the future or like thinking about some concepts or playing a podcast in the background or music like all of this is like a distraction from the present moment that is in front of me again I feel like that also allows me to get more in tune with like my actual present needs for example I've been a lot more as I said intentional with my eating and Eating, again, is something I have like a never evolving relationship with because I used to, you know, suffer from an ED and it's well in my past, but 
you know it's not to say that I never have like unhealthy thoughts about food or like an unhealthy relationship with food and I'm always trying to like do better at that and and like try to be as healthy and mindful again and intuitive as possible and it's actually quite revolutionary how differently I eat whenever I just slow down enough to ask myself like what am I feeling like having for breakfast how much do I want to eat um do I want to have a glass of water before or after do I want this coffee again do I want this piece of cake only because it's free at my work like it's the kind of things that I I realize I'm doing for example I have this bad tendency to whenever some food is offered to me for free I'm just gonna take it whether or not I want it and sometimes it makes me feel bad like physically like sometimes it's just like you know sweets that I don't actually want to have or crisps or fifth coffee even though I've had already and I'm like my sugars are too high and I'm not just talking about like oh quote-unquote unhealthy foods because they're healthy as long as you feel good about eating them it's just that I tend to treat it like I sometimes tend to treat my body like a trash can and then I feel bad and I just don't want to feel bad in my body I don't want to feel sick I don't want to feel heavy I want to feel like I'm eating nourishing nice filling meals rather than something that is just makes me feel sick afterwards um so I'm working a bit on that and it's actually been really really nice and as I said like I combine that with cooking and trying new recipes and it's just like I'm regaining my excitement for okay I never lost my excitement for eating but like for food and just for quality food as well but yeah coming back to um cultivating presence I guess active awareness however you want to call it what actually has helped me quite a bit were meditations I started doing from this woman called Tara Brack. I found them on Spotify randomly because I typed in, I think, Vipassana meditation, which is like a type of meditation you can do. And she has like a lot of um, 20 minute meditations about like loving presence or smiling at the current moment or something like that. But they're literally so, so nice and healing. There's certain guided meditations that I don't align with, like they're either talk too fast in them or they're just like the words of the the person who's doing it just don't align with me but hers have been really nice she talks in such a soft voice and it's just I cry a lot during these meditations as well I don't know why maybe they're like unlocking something in me but I, I go I'm going along with it um they do remind me of the importance of like perceiving reality not as a problem to be solved but like as an experience to be observed and enjoyed in whatever form or shape it appears as and just accepting whatever is in front of you and making peace with that and that's just like one of the most important things I think you can learn in your life honestly um and yeah as I said I've been feeling sad during these meditations quite a bit and I feel like sometimes they kind of unlock something and I tend to be sad afterwards and I cry a lot afterwards yeah I've been finding myself more soft and tender recently in terms of my emotions um because I feel like yeah these distractions that I've been occupied with like I, they distract me from my emotions as well so I think I'm just like processing a lot of things that have happened and um things that are gonna happen maybe or just the place I'm finding myself in but again I'm trying to allow the sadness to exist rather than rationalizing it or feeling shameful for it because like my life is great at the moment so I shouldn't feel sad why am I feeling sad I think that's something we tend to do like whenever there's an emotion we tend to thinking part of our brain the voice in our head it tends to go crazy and haywire it's just like oh she did this to me and I'm sad about this and why did they do that and I'm so sad and this is so upsetting and I I don't deserve this and all of these like mm, 
thoughts that are trying to yeah usually it's like rationalizing the emotion because you're feeling an emotion in your body and then your brain reacts to it in that kind of way I think that's the order in which it happens and so whenever I catch myself doing that I again come back to my body I come back to like the feeling of the emotion whether it's like tightness in my throat or my heaviness in my chest or just like a pit in my stomach whatever however it manifests itself that's what I focus on with my mind rather than allowing and indulging in those thoughts because they're never constructive yeah they're usually really unproductive um because like yeah I'm feeling sad and I don't know why and my brain just tries to come up with with 10 different reasons for which I may be sad and what's the point in that it it literally makes me feel only worse and what I do instead again is just allow the emotion to exist and I do know now that like whatever emotion it is a it's impermanent and b it's just gonna run its course and exhaust its energy if i focus on it and allow it to be if i don't repress it or suppress it whatever it's just gonna pass by and that's what i learned and that's what brings me a lot of comfort knowing that it's all sort of like impermanent um coming back to some basic spirituality lessons speaking of spirituality because obviously a lot of it has been coming up in this episode whether i like it or not I feel like it's also, again, wow, what a surprise. It's an ever-evolving thing for me. But I'm really excited to, like, not even learn more about it because I feel like I already know quite a bit. It's just, like, lean more towards it and actually incorporate it in my life, especially in my gap year because I feel like I'll have more time and space to do that. I have this thing where I always, like, I am a very spiritual person and I think my friends and you guys probably also know that and probably people who follow me on Instagram, like, I care, but, like... Like, I think I don't hide that part of myself. I speak about it. But I always kind of keep it a bit more tame. as Almost as if I don't want to identify too strongly with the label. Like, yeah, I do yoga and stuff. But, like, I'm not, you know, a crazy cuckoo person. Like, there's so much shame in acknowledging and embracing your spirituality. I feel like in the modern society. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. But I think it actually is a lot of people. Um, Whenever spirituality comes up, everyone is so quick to make disclaimers. Like, oh, yeah, but, like... I'm not like crazy about it or like, you know, I know this sounds weird, but and I don't want to be making those disclaimers because this is how I've been feeling. This is what I believe on some subconscious and conscious level. And this is what aligns with me. And why would I be ashamed of that? You know, I think repressing any part of yourself is not great and it never comes and works out in your favor in the end. And it's just so funny because I'll see videos of like, women in their 20s who are so outspoken about their spirituality and their yoga practice and meditating and they just talk about it so casually and it's kind of like almost their brand or whatever and I I get like jealous of them funnily enough because I'm jealous of the fact that they have so much courage to just like be so authentically them and just show up as themselves and how they're feeling versus I feel like that on a on an inner level but I don't really um show that outwards towards people or when I'm meeting new people like it's not the first part of me that I show to strangers or tend to display online as well yeah that's just some side note and and I'm also gonna try to work on that now that I've acknowledged it fully this shame that I have I'm gonna release it anyways I got a bit lost and I this episode I feel like it was all sort of related and linked it's just like a progression of thought and evolution of my realizations about certain things and patterns in my life and in the ways I've been living my life for the past years and how maybe it's just not serving me anymore you know and it's okay change is ever present and things are always going to be in movement and motion and I'm I think I'm fine with that so 
yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, let me know if this is your kind of cup of tea, these sorts of topics. I'm very down to talk about them more. And I love you so much. Hope you have a nice day and enjoy August while it lasts. Okay, bye.